This podcast is produced and copyrighted by 83 Bar Incorporated. It is designed as a general informational resource, and neither the sponsors nor guests are rendering any professional or medical advice. The opinions and claims presented by the guests are their own. Any trademarks used are the property of their respective owners. Welcome to The Patients Speak, healthcare innovations accelerating the patient journey. We share interviews with healthcare executives, medical providers, and patient advocates. Here's your host, best-selling author, Mark Stinson. Hello, friends. It's Mark Stinson. Welcome to our podcast, The Patients Speak. And if you're a new listener to the podcast, this episode's just for you. We've had just such a great start to the podcast. We've learned so much, and we've been inspired to look for even more ways to accelerate the patient journey. We've heard such motivating words from healthcare leaders on the importance of listening to the patients speak. So I thought I would share this highlights episode in which we reflect on four interviews with pharma executives. We talked with Kelly Walbert of Horizon Therapeutics, Michael Bjarns from Janssen, Shafali Shah of MindMaze, and Matt Micho from Gemelli Biotech. In each of these interviews, we got a real sense of the importance and the commitments of these leaders to elevating patient listening to a whole new level. I thought I would summarize what these executives said about the patient voice in four key areas. One, the opportunity to start, even in the clinical development phase. Two, the responsibility we have to close the gaps in healthcare access. Three, the ways we incorporate real-life patient experiences. And four, the need to keep the internal team focused on the patient. Let's take each one of these and listen to what the leaders said in their interviews. We'll start with Kelly Walbert. When I ask her how they start listening to the patient early in drug development, here's what she said. It really starts with us in development of our clinical trials. So we work very closely with advocacy organizations and we develop relationships with advocacy organizations and disease states well before we bring them to market. The reason that we do that is exactly as you just outlined. We want to get to know patients. We want to understand what their experience is and we want to give them the opportunity to actually inform our clinical trials so that we can develop trials and we can develop endpoints and we can develop data that is relevant and meaningful in the real world and relevant and meaningful to patients so that when we come to market, we're talking about their disease states and we're talking about our treatments in a way that is meaningful to them. In episode three, I asked Michael Bjarns of Janssen his thoughts on expanding patient access. In other words, getting more people into clinical trials and into treatment beyond the existing patient pool and existing referral networks. Here's what he said. It's our responsibility to help improve access for everyone, not just those who live next to, you know, the big, new, shiny institution that has all of the great resources. And we need to engage those individuals in a way that will bring forth the right voices, the trusted advisors, the trusted community leaders to ensure that individuals know of the types of care that can be achieved no matter where you are, no matter where you live, no matter what demographic you might have. And you're bringing up some of these health gaps, these disparities, and we 
again, we, we're focused a lot these days on diversity and equity and inclusion, especially in clinical trial recruitment. But what are some of the things that you're seeing that are helping the recruiters of clinical trials improve their reach, be more inclusive, improve that diversity? So a lot of it is this engagement with broader communities, trying to trying to understand the stakeholders who are truly leaders to a, a given community, to a given population, right? People who are trusted advisors and building those relationships. And it takes time and it takes effort. It, it's not just a simple, you know, marketing campaign. It, this means face-to-face -face interactions, dealing with key opinion leaders and, and making sure that you're not just talking about a product, you're talking about education, right? So disease state awareness, understanding the patient journey and bringing, as you said, pain points, but making it known that these issues are not just theirs, that these are shared experiences and that we're trying to listen and we're trying to make improvements. And, and so it goes to a lot of this patient education early and often and, and just trying to get as much engagement with the key stakeholders as possible. Next, as I look back on my interview with Shefali Shah, I learned so much about her company MindMaze and the digital neurotherapeutics work they're doing. In that interview, I asked her some of the creative ways they're building the patient voice into their operation and into their development system. Here's what she said. That is so critical. I mean, we really live the patient journey in a number of different ways. First and foremost, we have patients who have survived stroke or other traumatic brain injuries on the product team. They are in there developing the product. So right from the very base, we have patients bringing in their experience into the fabric of the product. The other thing that we are bringing therapists into the product design process these are therapists who have seen hundreds and thousands of patients across their lifetime, and they understand at a more macro level, what are some of the commonalities and what are some of the biggest challenges that patients face, even though, as you know, every patient is going to present themselves quite differently, but yet there are some universal factors that we are able to take into consideration. And we do so much more. We are looking at patient research. You know, I personally listen to podcasts to really understand the patient journey. And, and I think listening to those stories unfiltered without saying, hey, this is for market research purposes is such a fantastic way of integrating their stories and their experiences into our product. On our fourth topic, keeping the internal team focused on the patient. Listen to the exchange I had with CEO Matt Micho of Jamelli Biotech. And Matt, there's a lot of other executives and managers in, in your seat listening to our show who say, we've just got to keep our people, our company, you know, our reps, our educators grounded in the patient voice. What else are you doing to keep your, your team indoctrinated with the patient voice? I appreciate that question very much because I think there's a lot of inauthentic leadership in the world. Um, well, certainly every website says we're a patient-centric <laughs> company. So. Exactly. <laughs> and that's where I'm going, Mark. So, you know, saying it, doing it are two different things. 
you know, I can tell you I'm a great guy, but uh, if my behavior does not show that I am somebody that puts other people first, then it's hard to believe that. And that's what we try to do by being patient centric, not saying it on every piece of collateral, but making sure that the culture that we've created within the organization focuses on the patient, focuses on getting the patient an answer, focuses on the parts that we can control, white glove service, accurate results. We do not have the luxury of missing. Every time we run a test, it's somebody that is waiting on the other end to get a very specific, uh, very accurate answer that, so that they can do something to make themselves feel better or work with their clinician to make themselves feel better. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this summary of interviews I've had with pharma executives on how important it is for them to listen to the patient. And thanks to guests like these, we've really got a strong start to our podcast. And if you're new to the show, we appreciate you listening. Subscribe now so you won't miss another upcoming episode. And if you would, leave us a review or a rating on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to know more about our sponsor, 83Bar, you can visit them at 83Bar.com. I'm Mark Stinson. Thanks again for listening and come back for our next episode where we'll hear another healthcare leader on the importance of listening when the patients speak. See you next time. Thanks for listening to The Patients Speak, healthcare innovations accelerating the patient journey with Mark Stinson. Presented by 83Bar, the patient activation company. Learn how 83Bar listens, educates, and navigates patients at 83Bar.com. This podcast is produced by BSB Media. We also host another show you might enjoy, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. It's a top-rated podcast featuring interviews with creators around the world. We help you gain the confidence and connections to launch your creative work out into the world. Look for Unlocking Your World of Creativity on your favorite podcast app.